0: I never thought I'd say this, but is this a honeymoon red flag? The wedding planning process is crazy. We know it. Uh, but the idea he has for their honeymoon, she is a little worried about where his brain is going. And when you hear this, I'm kind of curious with well, you and my mom, like, will this also be a red flag for you? Welcome to the show. Hi, my name is Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy
1: not just any mama's boy you're a certified mama's boy and this is the certified mama's boy podcast
0: lord how are you i'm not asking the lord i'm asking you the lord was like Woo, this it has been a day uh this is the certified mama's boy podcast we got three principles on this show we live laugh love my mom that means we live our lives out loud we laugh a lot and we love my mom my co-host nancy yancy hi mom hi honey Anybody else have a really crappy Wednesday? Hmm, like, was I yesterday did. just really just yeah, <laughs> like my mom and are sitting down the day? I'm like, this is like this is not the right. This is either the, the best day for me to do a podcast or the worst day for me to do a podcast. And we'll find out towards the end of it. Um, I'm gonna go first though about my crappy Wednesday, because mine's a little less serious than yours. Um, I today I've been called a pedophile. Oh, I've been what? called I've been called an ageist, I've been called a discriminator. I've been called um, – God, it was something else I was called. It was just so crazy. Um, what yeah. in the world? I, listen, I – there are some – lo- 98% of the days I love being on the radio. And there's some days where I just – fucking can't do it and Uh today is one of those days and i'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this because we spent 20 minutes talking about it on Kramer and just uncensored but it's just only progressively getting worse as the day's gone on Mm. um we did a topic this morning of what age kids stop trick-or-treating right right and i throw the round number eight out there of age 10 like 10 plus kids shouldn't trick-or-treat anymore Uh
1: uh-huh
0: and it it, it, honestly jess and i planned on spending we had two minutes two (laughs) minutes to fill Okay, and I was like, okay, uh-huh. this is this is nice and easy. Like, uh-huh. you can come in really quick, have a quick discussion. We're in and out. We're moving on with the show. Uh-huh. My God, I don't know how this segment went so sideways, but. Oh. We were just like, you know, uh, just just joking around, making it making it kind of lighthearted. And I and I go in the way I go in, saying things like, "Oh yeah, like don't let your kids come over to my house if they're over the age of 10. You know, I don't want <laughs> I don't want any grown people coming to my house. And uh-huh. I said things like, "Listen, if, if your kids got like a f- facial hair, I don't I don't want them coming to my house." <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and I said, and this is what I and I sh- I probably shouldn't have said this mm. because we live in the world's most faffing sensitive time, um, mm-hmm. but I. I said like if your daughter's old enough to wear a bra like don't let her come over to my house Uh-oh. you know what I mean like it's just it's too soon well those comments alone oh my god then it's turned into all day like i oh uh, no people just i don't know why you would discriminate this little ageism i said this is this it's um ageism apparently is <laughs> like yo know, i i literally talked to a bunch of freaking oh, karens all no. day long it's trick-or-treat. Like literally, this is the this is the, this is is day and age. And then so this woman wanted to go and she goes, yeah, don't you think it's kind of creepy? You don't want kids with bras to come over? I'm like, shut up. Like shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, God. Like, like literally shut the hell up. God, like, no, obviously geez. I don't, mean you don't want your kids to come over with their bras on. Like shut the hell up. Uh, like <laughs> if we can't have like a funny like – like stupid conversation about kids trick-or-treating and then jess even tries to go in she's like well one of my kids uh in the first grade she would develop she developed breast i'm sure there's a kid in the car that felt insecure but i'm like oh my no, god oh no and like honestly like it's fine like it's one like it's fine but when people like keep going in and 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 it just mm-hmm. literally, just literally <laughs> will drive me up the wall all day. And it's just hard to <laughs> ignore the comments when there's hundreds uh-huh. of them. And they're not all yeah. negative, but it's just the ones that like stick out
1: yeah. like that. Yeah. It's
0: like, oh my God. Like, why can't we? It's it's so hard. I'll tell you, it's literally the hardest time in the world to try to be am f- I'm 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 not a comedian. That's I don't I consider myself to have humorous comments, but I'm not a comedian. Uh-huh. But it's like one of the hardest times in the world. To try mm-hmm. to be funny off the cuff, yeah, it's completely challenging because oh, every yeah. single person assumes mm-hmm. that you're coming for them. Because mm-hmm. we live in a day and age where every comment goes towards everybody, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, like everyone's values mm-hmm. are being questioned. So everyone automatically assumes that I must be talking about their child in the car with no bra on, and that I right. want them to come to my house. Right. You know. Like, yes. how, how dare you? Like the joke is your kid's too old or they've gone through puberty, you piece of poo-poo. Okay? Like that's <laughs> obviously the joke that's being <laughs> yeah. made here.
1: Oh, Not your gosh. stupid
0: your stupid twist on my comment. <laughs> anyway, we spent a lot of time on it, uh oh. on Kramer and Jess Uncensored, but it's just it's literally days like this. And I didn't get in <laughs> trouble. And honestly, my 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 general manager today, that's what <laughs> I was telling my boss because I was like, listen, your comments come in today here's what happened just <laughs> fyi so you don't think mm-hmm. that the, i'm like saying friggin take yeah, have your kids take their bras off and come no. to my house mm-hmm. um and my general manager walked by she's a female she's like i was like yeah you know all these people are upset about this comment blah blah, blah. she goes good um so <laughs> it's nice to have a team because in san diego this oh, would have yeah. been like this would have been a whole friggin Whole oh, frigging yeah. thing, you know. So, oh yeah. Anyway, that's my day. Not anywhere near as serious as you, but I'm trying to figure out. Like, was Wednesday just a crap day for everybody? You know. So, yeah, what I, happened? Yours actually is, is. I'm somewhat concerned about this.
1: Well, don't be concerned because it's nothing until it's something. Is my philosophy right? Yeah. Um. So I went from an annual physical. Everything was going great. She said, you know, honestly, I've got 20 and 30-year-olds that aren't in as good of health as you, and it's so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's going fine. And then I knew that my heart was palpitating, you know, a little bit today. And I have heart palpitations every now and then. Um, Usually at night, I notice them. And it's not often. It's maybe once every couple of months, right? And then it yeah. stops and it's no big deal. I've had this before, like ten years ago. I had it checked out. I did that treadmill test. I did all that stuff with the cardiologist. It was nothing. But today, when I'm at the doctor's office, my heart is kind of racing. So of course she goes, "Oh, well, your you know your heart beats kind of fast. We need to do an EKG." Okay, so she did that, and then she said, "Well." know there's a chance that you could have a type of afib um so i think that because we know it's there and we need to check it out i agree right something's there you need to check it out yeah so long story short i will go tomorrow morning to a cardiologist and have it checked out and so as i said to your dad you know, until I know it's something. Well, it's, it's nothing. good you've
0: already had like one test done. You know what I mean. Yeah. But obviously, we'll be yeah. curious on Friday to find out kind of what the what the diagnosis yeah. is or what they what yeah. they're thinking. But that wasn't I the really only thing. I'm now, right. like it's it, it kind of started crappy today. Oh, yeah.
1: So then, so then I leave there. I go to the car wash. I come out of the car wash, and and three minutes down the road, my my car is starting to like go into this low gear. This, I think it's get home safe gear or something that Hyundai does. Which didn't we already talk about this before? I don't know if we yes, talked about this on the podcast or not, but happened. a couple of months ago, my mom's
0: car randomly just kind of like gave out yeah. for like no random reason. But it just said like yeah. it, it went into this weird mode where you only drive like 20 miles an hour or something.
1: Correct. And they yeah. never could d- really truly diagnose it, right? Right, right. Okay. So the ha- same thing happens today. I'm driving home and I, you know, I called I call Jim and I said, you know, I'm gonna go back to the, you know, express lube place because they can do a, you know, a diagnostic diagnostic thing on it. I said, I'm gonna go over there, but here's the weird thing. It happened both times after I left this car wash. Mm. And so it so happens that the owner of the car wash I go to is the guy that owns the lot next to us. So <laughs> it's Jim a
0: small go- town they live in, folks. It's okay, a it's a small, small town. town. There's everybody literally 14 knows, people that live there. Everybody. So
1: he's he also owns right. a movie
0: theater, and he's <laughs> also uh, a Probably. bagger at Walmart on the weekends. <laughs> yeah.
1: So of course, Jim gets him on the phone, tells him the situation. He goes, "Well, if she goes to that brushless car- bay, which I do," he said, "the velocity the velocity of that water is so high." That He said, I've never had a complaint about it, but it is possible that if you had um, a hose or some kind of vacuum that, you know, was old, which I have a 2013 with 108,000 miles on it, right? Yeah, right. He said that the water could, you know, disturb that and make it do that. So I don't know. Maybe – I mean, I left it there at the Express Lube place overnight because they couldn't see me today. So by tomorrow, it'll be dried out and it'll probably be fine. And I'll go go check on it as soon as I go to the cardiologist and find out that I don't have AFib.
0: (laughs) So maybe tomorrow will be a better day. But today (laughs) – Today's but kind of today day, just you know? really
1: sucks. Yeah, today yeah. just kind
0: of I know. Today I feel is that. Not a I understand. Good
1: day. No. Do you
0: do you know the legends, like the haunted legends of where you live?
1: Mm-hmm. I know a few of them. I know they're scary. It, I mean, I think this
0: is kind of appropriate for Halloween, but let's kind of break <laughs> down. Uh, what I learned today about Lake Lanier, which is where my parents live. Uh, listener Susie tagged me in this uh, this video on Instagram. And I, I mean, I've been going to Lake Lanier for years, but I guess I'd never heard these stories before. But mom, what do you know off the top of your head about the area that you live in being haunted?
1: Well, what I do know about it is that it's a man-made lake and that they basically covered up some houses and perhaps towns. With water to make this lake, yeah, and you know, there's all sorts of stories about you know their grave sites that are still there, and you know, I don't know how much of that is fact or fiction. Right, it makes great haunted stories. Well, um, that's a great
0: transition into what I think would be quite appropriate on Halloween week. As I tell you, the haunting of Lake Lanier. <laughs>
1: Okay.
0: It seems topical at this time. I, just, I had no idea. And this is uh, th- not just for Atlanta people. because uh, We have a lot of Atlanta listeners, but I think uh-huh. anywhere you're from, like it's always interesting to hear like the haunted stories uh-huh. of your town. And listen, if, you're, if your town has a haunted legend, we'd love to hear about it. But <laughs> I always think no matter where, every city's got one. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. But like what is what is yours? So yes. 888-Kramer8, 888 kramer Kramer Eight, and if you want to tell us like the, the haunted legend of your town, because every town I move to, there's a different legend. But I'm going to tell you the legend that I've kind of been researching today <laughs> on uh, about Lake Lanier, where my mom and my dad live. Okay, so yeah, you're you're pretty much right. Is that yeah. in the 50s, 1950s? Yes. They uh, they basically came up to that area and said we want to buy this, and apparently that, that that area was like thriving at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was doing really well. And let me see what they called it. They called it. Um, I'm going to try to skim through this story as I tell you, so forgive me if I get caught off uh, off base a little bit. Uh, so before the land was buried in water, it was lush and fertile with rabbits and squirrels scampering around. Communities thrive with fancy names like Castleberry, Bottom. Um, then the the, uh, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, they wanted to create a lake uh, to be able to make some power with water, right? So uh-huh. they were like, all right, this area right here, we want to do it. And most of it was like farmland. So what they did was one went right. to these farmers and they are like, hey, listen buy your land up, right? Uh, most of this land, by the way, was like in the families for generation and making it like almost impossible to put a price tag on it, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, what they did was this quote says, at first the government assured landowners that they were going to be paid for the true value of the land and buildings, but mm-hmm. the residents found it hard to uh, to price generations of memories, hard work, and deep roots, right? Mm-hmm. A host of emotions accompanied the company to talk and the relocation, anger, resentment, fear, anxiety, bewilderment, apprehensive to them the land was priceless so eventually though the 700 families in this area decided to sell the 56,000 acres to the government and then they were going to build the dam for the Chattahoochee River right Mm -hmm. so uh, as their land was filled in 1956 like a lot of these um, uh, obviously they saw that all this history basically vanished before their eyes as they're like tearing this down they're building uh, roads and bridges to kind of go around it right Mm -hmm. Uh, but the part that really got weird was that um they so basically they, they took they didn't really like clear the land that well they left right. a lot of yeah like the city there
1: yes. and
0: um they they just filled it with water basically they basically right. just drowned out this whole entire city yeah and beneath that are things and this is where like the urban legends come in <laughs> is they they were saying that you know that they the the army corps our corps tried to, tried to did their do their very best to relocate any kind of um, burial sites, right? But there was no mm-hmm. way because the limited time mm-hmm. uh, made it pretty much impossible for them to relocate all of them. And then, mm-hmm. of course, there were so many because this this, this area is so old. Mm-hmm. And it, it dates back to, like, the Civil War and everything like that, mm-hmm. almost like – and, like, the Native American origins and everything else, well, like, uh, ancient yeah. times. Yeah. There's no way they could have found every single, you know, dead body that no. uh, no. was down there. So what they say is that now those spirits pretty much haunt – like, haunt the area, right? Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Things that, that have happened they, – they say there's a there's – um, some people have claimed to hear church bells from a sunken <laughs> church. <laughs> Underneath there. Uh-huh. Um, people have, uh, let me see some of these, these other urban legends of people. Lady of the Lake. Said Over the years, divers have reported creepy sightings beneath the murky waters. Some tell stories of freakish, uh, freaky catfish as big as a Volkswagen. YouTube is filled that. with diver videos showing sunken houseboats and piles of, debri- of debris. But between 1994 and October of this year, 203 people have died in drownings of mm. boating incidents in Lake Lanier. Mm. Um, uh, there, Let's see, uh, 20- 2017, which you guys lived there at that point, right? Right, longtime diver, uh, Buck Buckman, Buckin, Buckman, uh, told the local media that sometimes it felt like body parts. Oh, uh, he felt body parts in the lake during his excursions.
1: Oh, God. he said you reach
0: out into the dark and you feel an arm or a leg and it doesn't uh-uh. move.
1: Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> so uh-uh. uh, that's it says that, uh-uh. that that has um that's not affected Lake's Lake's popularity obviously because a lot of people go there. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I'm trying to see if there's anything else in here. Um. here here we go. One of Lake Lanier's most popular urban legends involve a car wreck. According to the story, oh, yeah. a Ford sedan carrying two women, you know, you know the other story mom? I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I f- Basically drove off a bridge in 1958 and tumbled into the lake. Mm-hmm. Some people say that the ghost of one of the women, dubbed the Lady of the Lake, wanders the bridge at night in a blue <laughs> dress, lost and restless. Um, so that's, I mean, that's pretty much the summary of the haunting of of Lake Lanier. Mm-hmm. Do you feel do you like because again, every city has their own urban legends. Yes. Why don't let me let me let me go over some of my favorites. So um here Here, there's there's two in Maryland that I kind of fell in love with last year when we're talking about urban legends. Hmm. Uh, One is a thing called Crybaby Bridge, and I don't remember the exact story, but I think somebody threw their baby off this bridge, and then the baby still haunts the bridge, apparently. Um, And then there's another one called the Goat Man, which apparently is like half goat, half man. There's like apparently like some testing going on, (laughs) and this guy actually exists apparently in uh, somewhere in like southern Maryland, Um, but Mm -hmm. you know, no one's Mm -hmm. claimed to see him. Mm-hmm. As of recent, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other urban legends. San Diego, I'm sure there have to be urban legends I just can't think of right now, but I know there have to be. So remind me what those are. Mm-hmm. Um, when I lived in, God, what, what city? I, I feel like every city probably has this story. It is, I think this is actually in Statesboro. This is when I went to college. Mm-hmm. And they swear that if you take your car to this one spot and you put it in neutral, they're like ghost drag you up the hill, you know? Like it's, it's definitely <laughs> uh, an uphill kind of thing, you know? <laughs> Mom, do you feel? Do you feel like you live in a haunted place? I mean, like, no. come on, no, you don't. You
1: don't. You don't feel that way. No, 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 no,
0: nothing no. Nothing feels like spooky no, or scary not, to you.
1: No, I'm not afraid of the lake. I mean, I'm afraid of the lake because of the water and all the crazy people in it. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't enjoy the lake for the lake. I I love to to love to sit on the dock and watch it and look yeah. at the water. Um. I don't enjoy getting in it. I don't get in it. I don't go on very many boat rides either, but um yeah, I mean I've heard a lot of those crazy stories. But yeah, it's yeah. wild. Right. Yeah, but um, no, I'm not afraid.
0: <laughs> any other urban legends that were missing or maybe from someone we lived back in uh in Norcross? I can't think of any from like when we were
1: mm-hmm. kids, but I always find
0: these stories so fascinating. Uh because yes. they do they, they kinda like the whole city just kind of agrees uh-huh. that like that's the that's the story, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Any more you can think of from Norcross? I can't really think of any. I can't like, think of
1: any from Norcross. I can't either. Well, there are some urban legends around the Jones Bridge. I can't remember now what those are, but you know the yeah. Jones Bridge that was blown up during the Civil War. For
0: um, our Halloween show tomorrow, let's let's get some urban legends going from your from your neck of the woods. Like what is the yeah. the urban legend from from your city that everybody just kind of collectively um <laughs> shares. And like San Diego, what am I missing? I'm missing something. I'm sure because we've been for five years. I'm sure we talking about urban legends, but I just can't remember like what they were you know so now I would
1: think Phoenix would have their share too you know I was I was in Phoenix for
0: such a short amount of Being time in the I, I don't I'm oh. trying to think I'm sure there are though yeah so oh, whatever Phoenix yeah. if I'm forgetting something like a big one let me know too yeah come on uh, wherever you are Like I'm sure there's gotta, <laughs> gotta be an urban legend in your city so 888 Kramer 8 call and let's put this on tomorrow's podcast <laughs> all right mom let's get to our quote for today and wrap this friggin day up what do you say
1: <laughs> okay I'm ready to be done with it yep. it's from Melody Beatty Letting go helps us to live in a more peaceful state of mind and helps restore our balance. Mm -hmm. It allows others to be responsible for themselves and for us to take our hands off situations that do not belong to us. This frees us from unnecessary stress. I
0: know. And I
1: I thought about this. You know, she wrote Codependent No More and several other books, but... um, I thought about this around the um, conversation about addiction and, you know, some of the uh, fans that wrote in about that and how, you know, it's so painful to be with someone and love someone that's addicted.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Because honestly, you cannot do their work. Right, You cannot do their work, but you want to so much because you want them to be well. Honestly,
0: Um, like what that quote made me think of is actually quite appropriate for my situation today, which is like, for example, right? So I I make the joke about don't let your your daughter just come to my house once they've hit puberty. Your teenager's come to my uh house. I feel like it's too uh old. And then Jess, the first thing she does is think about this girl in first grade. (laughs) Like my joke had nothing to do with Jess's first great friend. <laughs> right. You know? But like everyone always and like this is just human nature. This is not about Jess or this is not about yeah. anybody in particular. But it's like what you do. It's like you see the you always like see the situation through your eyes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and, and your and pain. Your
1: experience. And your
0: experience. And sure. even though and 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 we have become so defensive, you know, and listen, I do it too. I get it. You know, like no, we're so we all we're do. so fur, so fast to like, you know Mm-hmm. say so you know like to to judge and, and because that's yes. what we do we, we base we, we only know life through our own experiences
1: that's right
0: that's the only way we view life you know yep. i think the dangerous part is though is when you feel like that is the ultimate truth versus, and it's the
1: only way
0: yeah your conditioning yes. versus like yes. the ultimate truth you know and that's yes. that's where I think the freedom comes from, right? Mm-hmm. That's where the freedom comes from. is where you re- When you can realize that your perspective is coming from the things that you have been through right. that have shaped you into what you have become today.
1: Yes. Make sense? Yes.
0: And maybe not the ultimate truth. When you back up and you realize and like when you can see that, like I don't know if Jess or whatever these, you know, the woman that said I told 13-year-old girls <laughs> to take their bras off. Like <laughs> maybe, maybe she went through something sexually traumatizing when she was a kid yeah. or something. You know and so she yes. just that's what she hears, right? Um, through that, and that she's sucks.
1: responsible for that, not and that's
0: you. you know, and that's what I took from that. That's what yes. I took from that quote. It's like we're all responsible for our own feelings, yes. I guarantee there's and somebody else heard that they got the joke and laughed and was like, oh, haha, yeah, that's funny, most you know what people, I mean? I'm sure
1: would, yeah,
0: right, exactly, of course. Uh, and I'm not again. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not like I'm not just like no, being like, no, isn't no, this no. girl so dumb? Like that's that's all gang up mm-hmm.
1: on her. But no, no, it's,
0: no. it is a it is a a fantastic reminder for all of us mm-hmm. that like the things that you're upset about possibly come from just your viewpoint on the perspective. You know, yes. like, mm-hmm. and, and I can even take responsibility too of like my viewpoint. Is, should my viewpoint be that like nobody should be upset with my with my jokes? Mm-hmm. I mean, no, that would be nice. <laughs>
1: because someone will be always. <laughs> so I, Whether I keep you hoping know for that it or day. Not,
0: yeah, I keep hoping no. for that day when no one gets at jokes anymore. Yeah. yeah,
1: someone will be offended by most everything that any of us say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's not your responsibility. That was not your intention, and you're not responsible for their thoughts and feelings.
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. She's really worried about her soon-to-be husband's, um, uh, I guess, fiance would be the word for that. His honeymoon <laughs> choice, and is this worrisome? Or would you kind of agree with the same thing? With ask my mom here in just a couple of seconds. Uh, before we get to that, I uh, I need to remind you that Witch's brew. We're talking about all about the witches brew from Bear and Bloom this week because uh-huh. you know what? It's Halloween week.
1: Uh-huh. It's
0: appropriate. It's appropriate, right? Um, it is. The Wickest Brew is, is from our favorite skin and hair care products. They're all natural, by the way. Uh, it's called Bear and Bloom. B-A-R-E, by the way. Bear and Bloom. And they it's a great family out of North Carolina that we love. And um, that's I think really, it's South Carolina. When I say North, is it South? Yeah. It is South you Carolina. You always
1: want to put them in, in North,
0: but it's They're south. in the Carolinas. <laughs> that's
1: true. They're somewhere true. in the South.
0: They're somewhere in the <laughs> South. Southeast. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, they, uh, but they're, but Ahmed and Savannah are a great family. And what they did was Savannah was going through some weird side effects after a pregnancy. And she was like, I don't want to like take medicine and all this. Stuff. I want to try to heal this stuff naturally. So she literally created a skincare line. It has got all kind of national press now, uh, because, of uh, the success of it. And what we're focusing on this week is the witch's brew, which is a, a toner. Mom, I know you use it every night. So you want to explain mm-hmm. what it is?
1: I do. So after you clean your skin, it's so refreshing to just fill a cotton swab with witch's brew and just massage your face with it. It's so delightful. It feels so pure, so clean, and so refreshing. And, it, and you know that you're putting good stuff in your skin. Right. Love it. And like love you're it. not love it.
0: You're not like you're not drying your face out. You're not you know stripping what I mean?
1: it of its natural oils. You're I actually you. restoring them.
0: Alcohol-free, so like you're not – you know, some of them, mm-hmm. like you just kind of feel like your face is super dry afterwards
1: Mm-mm.
0: and like just yeah. like what did I just do? <laughs> like you right. just put like a la- layer of like acid on your face. You know right. what I mean? Your face feels like paper afterwards. Like This is not <gasps> what it's supposed to be like. Switch it up to the Witch's Brew. The Witch's Brew from Bear and Bloom Naturals. I'm going to give you 20% off to go try it this Halloween week. Uh, go to bearandbloomnaturals.com. B A R E. And bloomnaturals.com. Go check out the Witches Brew and all of their their face products, their uh, their facial hair products, their skin products. Um, their, I mean my family swears by these products. So we got a lot oh, of cool yeah. stories out of this. So, oh, yeah. Um, Your
1: dad uses them. I use them. I love them.
0: Bloom naturalscom check out the witch's brew from Bear and Bloom uh, cu- uh, coupon code Kramer for 20% off of that and give us your feedback on it okay also uh, Gabby don't forget Gabby is what we're gonna ask you to do this week too uh, Gabby is uh, searching for insurance is like super boring I get it but <laughs> if I could say we can save you like almost $900 a year like what could you do with 900 extra dollars mm-hmm. you know what I mean and we
1: all have to have it
0: you know what I mean that's the thing uh, like yeah. it's it's not even like – it's not something – like why waste your money on car insurance when you can get like the same coverage that you already have possibly for a lower rate? Uh, that's where – that is where Gabby comes in. So Gabby basically searches uh, 40 of uh, the nation's top uh, insurance providers, and they do it using your own policy. That's where you start. So like for example, I logged in, used my policy I currently had, and it then searches – yeah, like uh, Nationwide is on there, Travelers is on there. And it, it, um, they, they, only, uh, they only show you policies that are better or cheaper than the ones you already have. People that switch with using Gabby save about on average about $80 a month with their current policy. And it's not just me that loves Gabby. Gabby has been featured in TechCrunch, Forbes, and USA Today. So start saving your auto uh, on your auto insurance today. Go to Gabby.com slash Kramer and start saving. Totally free. G-A-B-I. That's G-A-B-I, or you can just go in the show notes, gabi.com slash kramer, gabby.com slash kramer. All right. Is this honeymoon a, a bad idea? And we're going to get to it in a couple seconds with Ask My Mom. First, certified fans, hello. to people that support our podcast, certified fans is kind of like our... I hate saying fan clubs. We call it the fam club. And it's just yeah. people that uh, can stand behind this podcast. You enjoy it and you don't mind chipping in a couple bucks a month, literally $5 a month uh, to support the podcast. And if you pay for a year up front, you actually get two months free. You need all the perks of being a certified fan. You get an episode dedicated to you. Uh, you get uh, discounts on merch. You get um, uh, uh, Inside the, the scoop. Facebook group. Yeah, you get a bunch <laughs> of stuff, you know? Um I'm thinking what I'm going to try to do. I just got to figure out how to make it work Is start doing birthday shout outs on the podcast when it's your birthday and you're a certified fan. Yeah. I just got to figure out how to make that work. So yeah. patience uh-huh. I try to figure that out. Um, <laughs> cause it's always fun to hear your name on your birthday. I don't like, I don't like this. This is, this is so stupid, but like there's a, a radio like, uh, trades, I guess you would call it like, uh-huh. um, um. Yeah. Radio trades and like they had, like on people's birthdays they just and it's a list of like seven hundred people you know including wow. like celebrities. But every year I log in I see my name and it just makes me feel so good you Aww. know that's so stupid I know but like um so we uh, I'm thinking about like adding that to certified fans too so mm-hmm. you get like a birthday shout out you know when you're a certified fan It'd be kind of fun it's right so much
1: fun. Uh, so that. with that
0: said, we, uh, we, when we have a new certified fan, we, we welcome them with a, a whoop whoop to our podcast. Mm-hmm. And when we don't, we go back and we thank somebody that's been here for a while, just a, a little like bump. We see you and we appreciate you mm-hmm. and thank you so much. And you're not gonna be able to hear that because it's in my headphones right now, but I promise it's spinning. Hang on. <laughs> there it goes. All right. Spinning, spinning. <laughs> and I just like it for the song.
1: I do too. I love
0: I that. Know, I don't know why it changed. Like it was perfect for a while where you could hear it, and I could hear you in my headphones. But now, like, hmm. so it doesn't matter. Uh, one seventy three is our certified okay. fan of the day. One seventy three. All right, certified fan number one seventy three. This episode is dedicated to you, and that person is. Uh, you didn't fill out the second part of your form, so let me see if I can guess <laughs> who you are. Uh, you are. I'm just going to call you Miss Lopez. Ms. Okay. Lopez, that's, all, that's literally all I got on you is an email address. Ms. Lopez. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Ms. Lopez. <laughs> if That's your, if that part is in your email address with some other things in there, uh, go check <laughs> out your spam for me uh, because you can fill out the second part of your form and make sure you get your coupons for discounts and everything else. Uh, but you've been a certified fan since the uh, July the 7th of 2020, so a long
1: time wow. now, over a year.
0: And we're super thankful for you. Just so you know, Miss Lopez, you're 173. And <laughs> here is your uh, here is your honorary whoop whoop.
1: Yes. To Miss Lopez. Whoop whoop. So grateful for you.
0: There we go. Uh, if you want to join us and support the podcast, text the word fans, F A N S to eight 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 Kramer Eights. And we would love to get you on the podcast. <laughs> you can also go on the show notes, by the way. Show notes have it and uh, certifiedmamasboy.com. All right. This advice segment is called Ask My Mom. We do it twice a week. And it's not just advice for my mom, but it's kind of advice from everyone else as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you ever have a dilemma and uh, you you reach out to, to my mom and you can do that through me, it's that guy Kramer at gmail.com. She'll, she'll tackle it and then we'll all kind of take a stab at it, including the podcast fam, to like, you know, get some, uh, get some help and support here and see maybe we we'll can hmm. give you some moral support.
1: All right. Okay. Mom. Here we go. Mama Nancy, I am desperate for advice. I am 31 and have two kids from a previous marriage. They're great kids. I fell in love and I'm getting married next spring. I'm taking care of all the arrangements for the wedding, and he's making plans for the honeymoon, but he hasn't done anything about it. I want my honeymoon to be at Disney World. I want to bring our kids. He is dead set against it. He says the honeymoon should be romantic and just for us. I think this should be a family vacation, and we should make the kids a part of it. It's a great chance for him to bond as their new stepdad. I ask him what his ideas were for the honeymoon, and he still doesn't have any clues. So here are my questions. Should it bother me that he doesn't want to take our kids on this vacation following our wedding? Or is he right that the kids really don't belong and it should be just about us? Isn't it different when one of us has kids? Should it be a red flag that he is so much against taking them along? I mean, he hasn't even suggested scheduling a Disney trip with them later. He's just saying no to making it the honeymoon. Wow. Uh, uh, Mom, thoughts? Yeah, my thoughts are that I agree with him that your honeymoon should be for the two of you and it should be romantic. And if he's responsible for planning it, that you should let him plan it. I think it's great to include your kids on a family vacation and take them to Disney at another time, but for your honeymoon and certainly include them in the wedding, I think that's fun um, because, you. I mean, as I always say, when you marry someone that has kids, it is a package deal, right. but for your honeymoon after your wedding, I think it should be about the two of you um, celebrating your marriage and your relationship and all the wonderful things that life has in store for the two of you with your family, but not to necessarily include them on the day or the um, week.
0: I'm going to say this because I'm being snarky today. I'm okay. in a mood, it's, but um, yeah. I, um, I, of course it's a red flag because everything that anyone says or does is a red flag. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone's coming for you. He hates, he hates your children. No, I'm <laughs>
1: oh, obviously
0: kidding. Uh, you know, no. I think that's a, you know, one thing my mom doesn't have on perspective here. She doesn't have a, um. you you're, you don't have, you've never been remarried before I with haven't. kids. You know, that's so,
1: absolutely right. I will own that.
0: I think that's important to kind of take in here. And, and obviously mm-hmm. neither do I. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know, you know, like I see your point. I think I, I get your point here of like, mm-hmm. shouldn't. My, you know, like if it's a family unit, because I and I and I know, listen, I, I understand this from dating some single moms is mm-hmm. like they want to feel like their kid is like, you know, their kids are like part of the unit, which they should. Right. Yeah. So is it bad that like he doesn't want to invite the kids? <laughs> if you're asking me personally, no. Mm-hmm. I because I, I agree with my mom. I think that honeymoons are just that. Family Mm -hmm. vacations are other things. Mm -hmm. And I also don't see why you couldn't also just say to him, like, hey, like, okay, all right. But how about we plan a Disney trip next year? You know, could we start talking about that? You know, like I don't think it needs to necessarily just rely on him to say it if that's what you want to do. You know, I think it just comes down to communication. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I don't have clarity on is should he even, like, consider bringing the kids if that's, like – you know, th- they want you to like be a unit. Obviously it's important to you because you wouldn't mm-hmm. have written us if it wasn't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, is that, is that a red flag? Is that a red flag to like not have him mention it, even mention it, you know, mm-hmm. or like consider it eight, eight, eight Kramer, eight, 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 eight Kramer, eight. Um, Cause I don't know. I don't, anybody that's been like remarried, or, you know, if you've even, you know, dated
1: I'm sure post there are your first to do marriage. Out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what
0: do you, what's your take on that? 888 kramerate Yeah. All right, Mom, let's wrap this crappy day up. I love you. <laughs> okay. Bye again tomorrow.
1: It's done. <laughs> love you forever, darling.
0: And good luck with the doctor. Keep us posted tomorrow, okay?
1: Oh, yeah. I'll let you know.
0: I really want to hear these urban legends. So please call us with the ones that is in your city, your town. So I just find them all kind of eerie and creepy and funny how like the city all just kind of gets by or this town or whatever. Just get behind them and just roll with them, you know? So 888-Kramer8. That'll be fun for our Friday show tomorrow. Let's all just pray for a better day. What do you say? All right. Be well. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody.
1: Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy.